Hi, it's Editing Jack here, and before the podcast starts, I just wanted to say you may notice some cuts in the audio and places where I've edited it. Uh, you may have noticed this in the last episode as well, but I tried to hide it then. It was a lot of effort, and realistically, I don't have the time, energy, or inclination to continue doing that, but the podcast does have to have certain elements edited out, as it is a stream of conscious recording which means occasionally i say really dumb things or give away personal details or mess up the audio in some fashion so please be aware that's happening right on with the show enjoy welcome to the two dimensionals podcast i'm jack welcome i am marcus johnston to the podcast uh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, okay, so who, who's opening with what at the moment? It's I've got some things. Well, I, I will take the initiative. Um, you go first. Well, fuck. Okay, I'll put my phone down because it's... Um, uh, okay, so I've recently got into um, making models again. So... That's fun, because I have a bunch of sheets styrene, baby, and I'm doing things with it. Mini Mouse Shed. Mini Mouse Shed, and recently, Mouse Barn. You haven't seen that one yet, because I only made it at like two this morning. Uh, Are you going to eventually build a shopping centre? I am currently trying to work out the best way of building a two-story building. For the mice. Um, what I what I'm thinking of doing is because I have like I have a fairly detailed plan of the upper floor of my house at the moment. Hmm. If I get a fairly detailed plan of downstairs as well, and then like work out the size of the garden, I can probably make it make the entire house out of styrene at a scale roughly for mice without it being too expensive. Would it like have the strength to to hold a, a lot? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's like it's um. It should it should be fine. It's I mean it's it's mice. If if the building collapses under their weight, I don't care. It's a mouse. Uh, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a tragedy. <laughs> it's not sufficiently heavy to kill a mouse. I don't think, and I suspect they could chew their way out. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh no, the catastrophe, the disaster. This little mouse head pokes its way out of the rubble, and it's like, oh no, okay, it's fine. Everyone ignore it, go home. Um, it's like the cutest thing ever. Just, just a little, a little town of mice buildings. Oh, you, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. So I like the idea of someone seeing all of this and like, oh, so you're into like model railways and stuff, and it's like, oh. Yeah, no, that would be a great idea, adding some trains. That way the mouse, mice could get on the trains. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that would be so good. Wait, I, there's, there's, I feel like I've seen a video of this before. What, mice on a train or yeah. someone building a small town for mice? Because a small both, town yes. for mice, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely a thing someone has done because mice are... As much as I don't like them running wild and ruining my stuff and pooping and pissing on my carpet, 
Um, they are quite good pets because they're fairly hardy and don't really care where they live as long as it isn't immediately killing them. Yeah. So people will make spaces for mice. Uh, rats, on the other hand, are like, you know, they're quite smart so it, and they're much bigger so they're harder to make, like, spaces for. But oh, I'd love to have, like, yeah, just like, I, oh, is it? I want, like, a garage that's just sort of, like, there's, like, a path down the middle that you can just sort of fit in and then the, like, the rest of it is just buildings for mice. <laughs> and it's just inex... <laughs> It's just like I want to train the mice to have like really inane jobs. Just like here, I've fed you from this giant pellet dispenser. Now turn these tiny mouse-sized cranks to produce electricity to charge on my phone. Oh, like uh, like jobs for you? <laughs> I was thinking like postal workers. <laughs> I I mean I guess some of them might like I don't think mice are smart enough that you could train them to like deliver food. I mean, you could, like, maybe get them, like, to push along carts that have, like, specific timers on them so that, like, the d- door on the cart opens mm. so the mice can get food. And I'm thinking about this too hard now, and that would be really expensive because the size of the electronics would need to be tiny, and there's... You could do uh, a, a competitor to Amazon. Little mouse, mice drones instead of robot drones. <laughs> It's just sort of like, we're like Amazon, but a lot smaller. It's like, oh, it's like Amazon Fresh. Yeah, you can get a bag, a kilogram bag of rice delivered by Amazon. But you know what we can deliver to you? One grain of rice. (laughs) It'll take a few days and it might be eaten, but we can deliver it. (laughs) It's just you've got the big Amazon like warehouse. And just right next to it, it's just like a little, like a hundredth of the size. Wouldn't even be a hundred of the sites. <laughs> no, actually, it might be a hundred. I don't know. But oh my god, I would love to do. No, 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 no. Um, Ethics will be involved. <laughs> and Mouson oh, would dear. be would be a larger building than the Amazon warehouse, and it would just be a lot of mice. And if anyone complains, I just throw a handful of, like, mouse food pellets at them. And the mice consume the person who's complaining at me. Oh my goodness. It's genius. Wait, did, did, you, uh, ever, did you ever play Dishonored? Yeah, I, I played both. It's like, it's like getting my the rats, most played game. Getting the rats yeah. to eat people. Yeah. God, I love Dishonored. Ah, oh, it was a brilliant game. Yeah, I never played the second one, though. Uh, the second one was good, but um, it had it didn't it didn't quite have the conviction to be great. There was too many issues with like trying to be a different game to the. F- it was trying both too hard and not enough to be different from the first game. Uh, and also the fact that the story's a bit weird because you have to be able to play for it as both um, Mr. Dishonored 
or Mr. Dishonored's in an illegitimate daughter. Um, there we go, Cora. Um, I don't remember. I'm, I want to say Emily Cauldron is. Yeah, that rings a bell. Emily. Yeah, I can't remember if that's the mother or if that's the daughter. Um, but because you can play through as either Corvo or um, the Lady Cauldron. She has like, um, magic powers, doesn't she? They both have magic powers. Oh, yeah. oh, but you can play through the game as either character without magic powers because you can just go, like, the outsider offers you magic powers and you can go get fucked. And then you can try and play the game without magic powers, but. You absolutely shouldn't, oh, because the game is the game is not fun without magic powers. Mm. It is like they did not design the game that way. So why it's there? Because this isn't like necessarily uh There is like an element of like your actions have consequences, sort of a thing of like there's good and bad endings, but mm. it's like. You cannot get a good ending without superpowers because you are just a dude with a knife. I'll, if you don't that, take the powers, that'll totally be an achievement. Though. That's that's why that'll be. There. I do not care about achievements in games. They I, are. I used to be so into achievements. I've it's... never gone in for them. I don't. Yeah, it's I, just I'm no longer. It's like. I've always been sort of the thing of like, you know what, if I wanted that in a game, I'd have a box of Tic Tacs next to me, and every time I achieve something, I would eat a Tic Tac. (laughs) Because that is better to me than an achievement. I do not care. It is the most inane, stupid thing in games. The only thing that... it It was Xbox achievements. Because you got, like, score. Like, Xbox score. Yeah. And so I, I liked seeing that number go up. And like I didn't because it. I don't play games to have like a higher score. I play games to have fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I realised that. <laughs> uh, and all of this scoring stuff, in no way, shape, or form, improves on fun. It's right. I can't. Like, um, I completely agree now, but back then, when you're a, when you're a little teenager, you like you like that sense of uh, ah, what, what is it, a dopamine rush or something? Um, it's like the mobile game like tap, uh, bullshit. Yeah. God, Cookie Clicker was <laughs> fantastically shite, but <laughs> in like really. I have I I no I haven't played so much Cookie Clicker. I've probably played like about four hours of it, which is a huge amount of time. But um, oh, my, mine was Clicker Heroes, but they're all they're all the same. They're all they're all the same. It's just you put different names and graphics yeah. on them, but the code stays the same. Um, the amount of money they must make just off some like it's such an easy game to like program or make. Because as far as I'm aware, like, there are a few of them that exist out there that are still, like, ten years later being updated with new things. Mm. Um, And so it's like, here's the thing. I don't think these are bad. I think someone out there genuinely really enjoys making those games. Oh, yeah. 
Um, because it's like, here's a, because I know one of them, um, like the guy's been constantly working on it, and once you get into higher levels, all of the achievements and stuff you get are all inside jokes. <laughs> um, and he, like, I think he had to, like, start coming up with, like, weird symbols to represent numbers because the numbers got too high. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like, that's, that's fine. Like, I like that. It's like, it's not my kind of game, but it's, you know, you're putting time and effort into a thing and I can respect that. But then you've got all the knockoffs that are just sort of like, we've put 17 ads on the screen mm. so we get lots of money. It's dreadful. Um, so yeah, it's, oh, I don't, um, well, that's that's our past generation. Uh, that's that's where the whales are at, aren't they? It's our yeah, our, gotta... our parents, are the, the main um, target demographic for that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back. <laughs> okay, actually, I was about to say back on point, but I actually don't know how we got here. Oh, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, it's like okay, no, no I I'm trying to like, sort of. Backtrack to how we got to Cookie Clicker from Dishonored. making styrene models. Uh, oh, rats, dishonored mice, eating right, mice. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, that's my talk on styrene models done. Um, like oh, it. oh, no, sorry, there's one more thing. Um, I have um, making that shed, my hand is still killing me. Because I don't have styrene rods. I have styrene sheets. So I had to cut two millimeter. I had to cut, I think, I don't know. I'm not even going to try and guess. But many, many um, four millimeter pieces of styrene, of, out of two millimeter thick styrene. Which is really, really tricky. Because you, like, past a certain point, uh, the scalpel does not want to dig into the styrene anymore. And you end up with this weird thing of, like, you still have to, like, snap it, but it hasn't quite gone far enough in to snap easily. So you have to, like, push against a hard surface to get it to snap. Anyway, I've got cramp in my hand. Um... I really wish I had like a um, heavy duty paper guillotine, um, oh, I've, I've like one of the, the chop down ones, not one of the uh, slide across ones. Oh, right, yeah, I, I was wondering one of the slide across ones. Uh, I I do, but a thing. Oh, I I discovered something while doing my um, uh, teaching assistant placement. Mm-hmm. Those things do not get maintained. Oh, the blade like, would be, like, dull as hell. Oh, no, no, I saw the blade, because, um... Am I allowed to talk about... No, I'm, okay, I'm not going to go too far into this. Uh, four reasons we had to basically move things in a room for safety purposes. And doing so, I turned over the guillotine, and I saw the blade. Now, those blades are normal, like, when you buy them new, or they're new, are, like, shiny, sort of... Razors. Metallic looking thing. This thing was red. (laughs) 
It had it had like it was red. It was pockmarked. It had seen when I say it had seen better days. I am talking like <laughs> like ten years ago. This might have been a useful functional blade. It's well aged, well aged. But the entire blade of this thing had rusted. It had clearly like attempted to cut through. Um, Oh, what uh, staples at different points because the metal was like bowed in. Mm. It was disgusting and clearly very old. And I'm like, ah! If this was a blade on anything but this paper slicer, I would have gotten rid of it then and there because there is nothing more dangerous than a dull blade. Uh, I, that's a lie. There are many things more dangerous than a dull blade, but you know, uh, um, yeah, yeah. counterintuitively, a dull blade is a lot more dangerous than a sharp blade. Yeah. Um, unless someone's attacking you with it, in which case, no, the sharp. Generally speaking, dull blade more dangerous than a sharp blade. Um. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, which is a. Thing I've learned through stabbing myself many, many times. But you and knife wounds have a, have a long history. Uh, I have, I have um, on one of my fingers. Sorry, this is a bit of a grisly story. On one of my fingers, I have two scars. Um, now, the thing is, it's not actually two scars; it's one scar, because on the top section of my finger. Like, um, sort of have your hand on your side, thumb facing upwards. Um, I don't know what the name of the finger is, but a knife went straight through the flesh above the bone. Um, so I've got a quite large scar on the sort of palm facing side of my hand, and then a uh, small, uh, like, I don't know, like two millimeter scar on the other side of that thing, finger because scalpel just straighted oh, do the do the do the um ah oh, was it it was david blaine but it was um who was that guy who you could like put a sword like through his stomach because of like the scar tissue that oh the scar up. tissue builds up and yeah. like you have a whole yeah, it's not quite like it has. It is just like surface level scars. Oh yeah, I'm um, saying. But it's like, oh no, because it's like, I have I have had injuries that have like gone sufficiently far in that if I got the injury now, I would be left with a hole in my body. But because I got them when my body was still growing, you know, it sort of does mm. heal up better. Um, but it's yeah, it's not. At David Blaine is a weird guy. Like, what, what, what compulses you to be like? Yeah, I'm in a clear acrylic box above the Thames. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, he's he's bloody amazing. But oh, he is. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll, like, I'll make fun of him a bit. But like, I, I, I am aware of the man's talent. It's like he's worked hard for that shit, and it's like it's. Some of his stuff I'm not a huge fan of, but it's clearly like I need to stay in the spotlight or I won't have money for this <laughs> other stupid thing I want to do and that's actually going to be good. 
Um, has he even done anything recently? I can't remember the last uh, time. I think he has, but also... Nothing major. Hmm. You know, ebb and flow of popularity. Fake wizards, not that interesting at the moment. Fake wizards. Um, <laughs> what? Magicians, there we go. Um, no, I'm going to call them wizards now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are ah, you faux wizard? Um, dude, Gandalf just had two tigers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just imagining just like oh what are their fucking names? Just like Frodo and whatever the hell his name was. Frodo and Sam in just sort of like the cheapest lion costumes imaginable just sort of like <laughs> walking into fucking Isengard. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. It's Oh, <sighs> Oh, um. Oh, uh, yes. so yeah. Uh, on the subject of paper guillotines, uh, I, I've been I've been animating. Oh right, yeah. I sorry for some reason my brain just went. Oh, he's going to talk about the French. <laughs> the French. No, yeah. Uh, the paper paper animating. Ooh. It's 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 really interesting, really hard, and it really. Okay, alright. So I, I just wanted to do it, because it was, I don't know, just like a whim kind of thing. And I thought I thought it would just be like interesting to try it, because I'm sick of doing everything digitally. And anyway, six months later, here you are with this Disney original animated. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was not that good. But it was like... Um, okay, I like to just... I've say, this is the bird animation, right? Yeah, it's it's like a little bit. Uh, yeah. I I'd like to be clear to everyone out there in the podcast space. It was really good. Uh Marcus is downplaying himself because Marcus is a prick. <laughs> um I have high standards for myself. <laughs> okay, no, like yeah, Marcus has high standards for himself. Um but also the fact that it was like Okay, if you're going purely from a technical standpoint, then I understand where you're coming from with it not being that good. It's still good. It's still a lot better than you think it is. But it's not, like, amazing. But if you're taking it from, like, the animation as an art form standpoint of, like, giving a thing heart and, like, life, um, then I think it's really good. Because it... It has a sort of sense of personality to the thing that yeah. I think is quite interesting and really works for it which is like, it wasn't just sort of like, here's a bird moving a bit it's like, no, no this this bird has like, heart Character. feeling, and yeah. it's like yeah, it's a thing, and it's like yeah, and um, animation shouldn't be about the technical element of animation it should be about the illusion of life and Thank that's you. a thing you're quite good at what <laughs> it's, I say quite because I can't really bring myself to like compliment you more than I generally think I need to. Because it's like, ah, hello, I am one half of this podcast team, and here's this really talented guy. Have, oh, I don't know why. Stop. I, 
I will because fuck you. Uh, um, no, but thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, like I say. I I don't think it's like I'm happy with it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna like say that I'm not happy with it. Like I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't think it was terrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Certainly, as a it's it's really difficult because I I didn't really research on how to do it properly. Um, I mean, obviously, we studied animation, so I, I know how to animate roughly. Um, okay, I, I would like to say this though: we did learn, we did do, we did study animation at university, but we also could have got the same experience by being locked in a room for <laughs> three months with a copy of Adobe Animate. <laughs> and just left to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like our our university experience was not. Ideal. Uh, yeah, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't that useful. Um, I do refer back to the three months into first year being told, right, you should now be better than me. Um, <laughs> uh, some of us were. <laughs> no, Marcus. Not some. All. All of us were better. Even that one person who I got told to teach how to animate after I animated <laughs> wrong. I sorry, I'm gonna just do a quick divergence here. Uh, yes, in first year of animation, in the th- in the first three months, I got asked to help someone animate who clearly didn't know what they were doing and were struggling. Who any reasonable tutor, teacher, or whoever would have helped, but I got told to help her do the work. I was getting things wrong. Still, I can't stand that stupid bloody course anyway it's over it's over it's okay it's okay but the debt marcus the debt it will follow me around for life oh don't worry you'll never make money to pay nah it's fine either i'll die or the apocalypse will happen um so i mean a worse apocalypse than the current one but you know things god i actually have to start paying paying into it now? Ha <laughs> oh, ha! it sucks. I mean, I think you have to start paying into it once you get past, like, 20,000 a year, innit? Mm, yeah. It? Yeah, and it's like... I mean, I hope you're earning more than 20,000 a year. <laughs> it's, um... At least one of our friends needs to be successful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can't all have gone into that stupid cause and come out worse. Uh, it's like, what, what's the, um... Ah, it's like when we were at uni, uh, and they always had those, like, uni stat tables, where it was like, how many people were were in, like, a job afterwards or something? I always, I always like, question those, like, how accurate they actually were. Well, because the thing is, they cover any amount of work done. Mm. So it's like, you going into your catering job... Was it a catering job? It, yeah, wedding Would count as you going into employment. So they include that in the statistics. Mm. But also I suspect they've got like a thing of being like, okay, here's the statistics. Let's cut off the outliers and we'll call all of animation outliers. <laughs> it's... Oh, I, I hate... I hate statistics... Not like mathematically, I just hate the fact that everyone abuses them. 
Yeah, um, they're very easy to um Because it's like, yeah, because it's like, oh no, we're doing really well, as long as you only look at how we were doing yeah, yeah. from this specific date to this date. Um, See, this, this is why kids who are listening at home, little teenagers, this is why you learn maths. This is why we have to do maths. Uh, also, don't get past GCSE level maths and then be proud to forget it. Uh, remember your maths; it's it's important. Yeah, I, I always thought that maths and English would be pointless later in life, and then uh, yeah, actually I, I will, useful. I will go as far as saying this right now: I am both quite proud and really sad of the fact that I reckon I am in the top one percent ability for maths. <laughs> Like that's that's not me being egotistical about my ability in maths. That's me saying that everyone else oh, is yeah. too dog shit at maths. I think people just, well, people either just don't. Well, I don't want to say don't use it, but don't uh, don't care. Yeah, because it's like like there are opportunities to use it, but they. So, so, like, obviously taxes or just, like, budgeting, basic stuff like that. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Most people don't want to remember it. Because it, it's not even, like, a thing of, oh, you, like, remembering how to do maths, ma- like, remembering all these things, generally just makes you smarter because your brain has to, like, keep doing things. Mm. And it's like... Why did you forget these things? It's so useful. Just be a bit... Because it's like, the thing my maths brain does the most is when I look at, like, it comes back to the statistics thing of, like, oh, this percentage of the country thinks this thing is true. And it's like, there's no possible way that's correct. (laughs) Because just basic maths. Yeah. It's like, the statistics there, it's like... um. Like, how is that possible? That would need a huge... Like, no, stop it. You're being weird. Or it's like, how? Or buying things at shop. Oh, there's one that's more common, is the fact that two-for-one deals... Um, <clears throat> not Well, not two-for-one deals, but, like, they'll... How much things cost in shops if you're just trying to save, like, a few pence... Yeah. It's like, oh, do I buy two of the smaller box, which are half price, or do I buy the bigger box, which is like, what am I... Buy the bigger box. It's always cheaper. It's never going to be more p- yeah. efficient to buy the smaller boxes. It's like it's... maths, maths uh, helps you kind of... Well, it's like stuff like maths things. It helps you not be a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Because it's like... I, I think that, like, I, I haven't done a study, but I reckon there's, like, correlation between gullibility and ability to do maths. Yeah, yeah, I it's totally like, agree. Um, because the most gullible people I've ever known have sucked at maths. <laughs> it's just it's I, just basic thinking about stuff and not taking it for granted. That's... Yeah. It's, it's critical thinking, and the sad the thing is... That's the word. Um, so... Uh, okay, just sort of to balance things out here. I'm in the top 1% for maths, like globally. Somehow, I'm probably only in the top half for English in the world. 
and that's remembering that a lot of people don't speak English. Um, I am, I, I, I can, I can read and write fine, but I couldn't do it in an academic sense. Mm. Like I can communicate with you fine. If I send you a message, you know what I'm talking about, but I also don't know how to use commas or apostrophes properly. Cause if you see me write a long sentence, there are about 15 commas the and then maybe a full stop i'm the same i yeah I, i'm terrible i still <laughs> i still do not know how to use semicolons properly it's dreadful oh which one's a semicolon the the, the colon it's the with dot the with like a but... flick underneath it isn't it yeah 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 i i've only learned that recently because i had to redo sub uh gcse english uh, for my teaching assistant course. To do with semicolons. Um, because as okay, so basically how I was taught it. Quick English lesson for Marcus. Woo! <gasps> is that it. basically that replaces and in a lot of instances where Ooh. and doesn't quite work. But I wasn't explained why it replaces and. Yeah. So it's like that thing of, do you use a or an? It's oh, like, yeah. like. A banana and banana. It's like one of those sounds correct, mm, mm. but I can't necessarily. I I learnt why, but I can't remember why, and I've never been. I was never taught in school what the difference was. It's just what sounds correct. It's because English has so many weird as hell like intricacies to it. So no, no, this one isn't even that. This one has a hard rule to. It. I think oh, right. it, like certain letters. Um, have um, uh, so like uh, the follow a word that's after the a or the an. If it starts with a certain letter, it has an a. If it starts with different letters, it has an an. Yeah. And I don't know what those letters are. So. It's it's like the um. Uh, hang on, I'm just gonna send you that because <laughs> I don't know. It just popped up. And it what? reminded of your styrofoam like art kind of thing. I don't know. Oh, I wanna make that. Um Sorry, sorry. That was a complete segue. Um <laughs> Wasn't a segue. Yeah, it wasn't even a segue. <laughs> it was just a sudden break from like the reality of the podcast. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's step into this other room in the middle of this conversation to have a different <laughs> conversation. Right, okay, we're now back. Get uh, fucked, dickheads. Um, oh, I, no, I've completely forgotten what I was talking about. Oh, you're such an idiot, Marcus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't even go back and check. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, English, oh yeah, um, it's like that thing about um, like the order that you put adjectives in. It's like oh. color. Um, yeah, it's red big balloon versus big red balloon. Yeah, it's like how how are people who are learning our language? supposed to like understand that i think that one's just like practice like it's just what sounds correct but also the fact that while it doesn't sound correct if someone says balloon big red i still know that they mean big red Mm. balloon 
uh, because it's one of those things when you start tearing apart the English language, going, "Look at all these stupid rules it has that no one could learn." It's like, yeah, those are like the rules, but it doesn't mean the language is unusable if you don't know yeah. the rules. Yeah. It's like I will still put this out there, which is that the English language is vastly superior to French. <sighs> Because French does the incredibly dumb thing of having male and female words. And there is no functional way to know the difference as far as, like... Because I think there is a thing of, like, okay, if a word is female, it has, like, additional letters on the end. If it's male, it has these additional letters on the end. But that changes from word to word. So you have to hear a man say that word for you to then know what the word is. So if you're teaching a class French, because I've sat in a French class being taught to year six students, is that you need to teach one half of the room the male version and one half of the room the female version. And it is horrifying. It's like English is the best language um, of <laughs> because it's if you get it wrong, it's fine. We still basically know what you're saying as long as you're close. Yeah. Um, but there's many languages out there that sort of like have a lot easier rules to be perfect. But if you get the like minimum rules wrong, then it just doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. So it's. Yeah, it's what, it's what I wonder is like, is the reason like English has become like what is becoming a global language? Um, uh, no, that's imperialism. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Is it, is it is like, it, is it, look, there's like a bunch of like of reasons you could say English is like becoming a like global language, and it's like there are there is like a lot of nuance to it. But the like, as if you cut off the top section of the reasons, it's like <laughs> small nuanced reasons. But if you put that top section back on, it's just the giant words in like glowing neon font, just bold, underlined, italic fireworks going off. Imperialism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then razor, un- yeah. Under- underneath that, in slightly like smaller words, is space. Um, space because uh, most space um, if most astronauts have to be able to speak English to some level to be astronauts because the international language is English because if you can't communicate rapidly in space you die um, hmm. and because um, English speaking countries got to space first well you know got out there for like yeah, um yeah. And also the fact that no one wanted to speak Russian. Um, Sputnik. Was Sputnik the first one? I think Sputnik was the first satellite yeah, to satellite. get to a certain point. Um, mm. But obviously with a satellite, it's just like one relay station, one thing out there. You've got enough time to do translation. But if you're a person in space... Mm like, a matter of seconds can be life or death. Like, even less than a few seconds. So you need to just be able to communicate like that. There is no time to, like, deal with translation. God, that must be so amazing to to actually go up into space. Like, literally, that is just one of the craziest things a human can do. Um, I won't lie. I, I agree. I do not want to go into space because... There's there's places on Earth I won't go 
like sketchy pubs and mm. <laughs> sorry sorry I said sketchy pubs <laughs> and it looks like a dick what what the are wave, you talking about the waveform the waveform it's got like oh my god <laughs> You know, you know what you need? You, you need an oscilloscope. Um, I don't know what an oscilloscope is. Um, no, no, no. I, I vaguely do. I don't know what they're for. I kind of yeah. want one, but purely because it's like, man, that's a good aesthetic. It's a good um, time. yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it's a talking point. Um, like, ah, uh, yes, and here is my oscilloscope. Oh, what do you do with it? Look at it. <laughs> um, no, there's like there's places on Earth I won't go because they're not for me. Space is a big empty void that's basically just screaming, "Do not be here, <laughs> squishy meat sack! Stop!" You're breaking the game. You're going out of bounds. <laughs> it's like humans were like, "Hmm, that place will kill us." Best go good. there. Oh, we're we're great. We're we're <laughs> sorry, great. Sorry, sorry. Humans looked at the moon, and just one of them went, "Want rock?" It's like want rock. Give rock. <laughs> it's like no. Stop trying to get the rock. It's like want rock. Give. Uh... <laughs> And as the first astronaut was born, um, oh, uh, oh, oh! I wanted to talk more about the paper animation. Oh, right, yeah. How did we get from? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, so, so I, I didn't have any like su- right. I have. I I made the most haggard supplies to do like this animation. So, you, you, first of all, you need like a pegboard to like hold the. Like sheets of paper in place, essentially. Um, sorry, I Do- was just sort of like, where in my room can I see my pegboard? And I was like, turned around, it's on my bookshelf. Oh, you actually have a pegboard? Yeah, because I have like proper animation paper and crap. It cost oh. me 30 quid for like 500 sheets. Yeah, that, that, I looked at that and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm going to take some A4 sheets and I'm just going to like hang it, like cut them in half so I have a load of A5. <laughs> Like oddly shaped pieces of paper, and I'm gonna. I, well, I first of all, I like st- just stuck some bulldog clips on, <laughs> and like it, it kind of animated on like the keyframes with that, and it was just so awkward. And I, I kind of also liked it because it, <laughs> it was just like I, I know this isn't professional at all, but it, it's fun and it kind of. It kind of moves if you flick the page. It pages. doesn't have to be professional, like yeah, yeah. Um, oh god, there was something I wanted to put, which was like professional versus non-professional, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but it's like yeah, the thing doesn't have to be professional to be good. It's like professional just means you're being paid for it. It's it's like, it's, it's like yeah, if if you when you're in school and you like did those little doodles at the corner of the at the corner of your paper and then just like flick through the book. Can I tell you something really sad? Ah, oh, go for it. 
Um, so though, like in maths class, because I learned so much about myself in maths classes. Um, it's very introspective. Oh no! It's like the first time I realised I was asexual was a maths class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in in maths class, I guess I just came out. Um, in maths classes, everyone would do like little like yeah flick doodles in their maths books. Mm. Uh, like doing like I oh, like a ball moving across the thing, or like little dance of a stick figure, yeah. blah, blah blah blah, or like a square turning. My thing was drawing circles so perfectly <laughs> that it looked like it wasn't moving <laughs> as you flicked through the pages. Ah, oh, that's that's I I, th- I think that's kind of cool. It is thinking but outside for the box. Being in like year nine. <laughs> That's not very cool. <laughs> hey, we all that... do those shitty little S's, don't we? Uh, I did. I couldn't stand those. I thought they were like the devil's work. Why did Why um, did we even care about them? They were so lame. Wicked sick. <laughs> wicked sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it's very boring in school. Oh. And anything is more interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah. there was once a math class in which no one learned anything because everyone was talking about how I'd shat myself before class. <laughs> and here's the thing. I had not done this. <laughs> I had, like, there was a genuine belief that I had full-on shat myself <laughs> before working, like, in the hallway... <laughs> And I was like, I am sitting here in class. I do not smell like I've shat myself. My are clean. Why are you all for, like, why is this rumour spreading in this maths class? <laughs> like, this is the dumbest thing that has happened. In- I say the dumbest thing, like, it's the dumbest thing I can remember at this point in my life. Uh, probably when I was there, that was a normal day. Um, yeah, it's still there just- was. That was a rumour that I was losing my hair because I had cancer, and it's like... Oh my god. No! I'm not... Why do you think I'm... Like, now, I am like look like I'm losing my hair, because I'm... I am. Um, but it's not cancer-based. My my school was very, very dumb. Um, oh my god. So, so, kids could just, like, just have no idea what they are talking about, or, like... <laughs> Like just stuff like that, and they're like just, I've said like a lot of regrettable things when I was a kid, as everyone will. Because you're just fucking stupid as a kid, aren't you? You just don't know what you're talking about. So here's the thing, right? I was bullied so hard in um, school that I had to like be an adult. So when I got to college. Uh, well, well, as I got older, my brain started to break and went, man, why aren't we a child still? Mm. So I had to spend like a few years like just all being a child still and very stupid. So my stupid years got delayed by about four or five years. Uh. So I got stupid in like sixth form and college, not in um secondary school and that, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's kind of sad. It's like it's like those kids that have to grow up really fast for a 
tragic reasons. Yeah, except they have proper reasons. I was just bullied. I was just like, oh no, I have to like not punch this kid who just put staples in my back. And now I have to go to the nurse and have my blazer removed from my spine. Um, Like, it's a... a, Fuck. It's like... Oh, oh no, I have to go report these kids because they're trying to set their books on fire using two files in this design and technology class. It's like, I'm going to get bullied for this, but it's like, better than a fire happening. It's like, oh, that one kid is drinking glue. What? That's literally the dumb thing people like. That's the... TV trope of the idiot kid, but you're all you all think he's super cool for it. Um, ah, oh, I sorry, this isn't stupid kids, this is stupid teachers. So you know how I like building PCs, like I yeah, I sure. built my own yeah. Anyway, I once got uh five hours of after school detention, um, because I told someone else I could you I built my own PC, um. Like that, I sort of I was messing with it, and anyway, she puts her hand up and asks this, like, and she's like, "Oh no, you can't build your own PC. Like they have to be bought new." Blah blah blah. It's like no one can build their own PC. Uh, she puts her hand in the air and just asks the teacher, middle of the fucking class, um, "Miss, can you build a computer? Like, can you build your own computer?" Because Jack's saying he can build his own computer, and the teacher turns to me, goes, "Stop lying," and then gives me five hours of after school detention. And I'm like. <laughs> Well then. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, I had, yeah, that's that's the, that's the. I have punched people and got less attention than that. That teacher, um, he should have paid more attention in maths and English, and he wouldn't I, have been an idiot. <laughs> uh, it was a she. It was a Dian Technology class, and you're probably correct. Um, weirdly, I think it might have been a French teacher that was filling in for the teacher that broke their hand skiing. Um, uh, naturally. Yeah. yeah there's. Our school didn't really have, like, any logic to who replaced who. It was literally just... Eh. It's like, French? That's a bit like design and technology, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that'll work. Just wang them in there. It's like, why? What? Why? Oh, the dread of being a supply teacher. Poor, um, poor souls. Poor souls. It's, there, there, is, there is the lovely, like, thing of being an adult now and having realised that um, supply teachers had like two options for being supply teachers, which was to be like the really fun supply teacher, or not there. <laughs> of being because like, we had like I, I only remember supply teachers from our primary school because our primary school was fairly small, so mm. like replacement teachers weren't really an option. Um, which was the. Uh, we had these two that were... So one of them, his thing was, like, telling funny stories all day long. That was literally what he did. He would be like, mm. right, do ten minutes of maths, and I'll tell you a story for an hour. And he was really good at telling this story, so no one was a dick to him. Then this other one was just sort of like, no, let's just, like, we'll just do wet play all day, except when it's break, in which point we won't do wet play, because it's dry outside, and you'll go play outside. And we loved them as well. They were wonderful. They were great. Let us do what we wanted. This third supply teacher we had would constantly leave the room to go get supplies and then not come back with supplies. 
Their trick to being a supply teacher and not bullied by students was to never be in the room. Oh, that's smart. And it's like, ooh, clever. You've, mm, you've, <laughs> so it's that's, like, why, that's, that's why you should need to take up smoking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sick wreck. Oh, cry. It's, oh, we had a teacher that, like, in, he, I, he never taught me because, uh, the rumor was that he died. He didn't. He went back to Wales, which I mean, I guess is worse. Um, basically, slow death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, he had he had a real problem with smoking, which is to say that we would constantly catch him smoking on school grounds because I don't like as a child. I just assumed he didn't care about the rules. As an adult, I'm like, ah. He probably could not wait. He There wasn't enough time to go from the classroom to a place we couldn't see him smoking mm. before he had to start smoking. And it was like, man, you should have dealt with his issues. Um, so it's... Mm. So, so, yeah. Wait, animation! <laughs> We keep just going completely off topic. Um, That's fine. This is not a on-topic yeah, podcast. Yeah. I don't care. I'm having fun. Um, so yeah, I I I I I realized after a while that I kind of needed a peg bar if I was going to do the cleanup of the drawings. So I, I did like the keys and like pencil, and then you go through and like just yeah, ink ink. ink. That's what we call it. Yeah. Um, which is very, very therapeutic, actually. You just sit there, go through... I think I had, yeah, 99 frames in the end. I I do not like doing inking. I don't like that final stage, because it... I, I like the sketchy look. I, I is, like the sketchy look as well, yeah. Which, as an artist, is really bad, because the sketchy look isn't the thing... The ske- a lot of people are like, oh no, the sketchy look is my style, and it's like, no, no, the sketchy look isn't your style, it's what you're comfortable with. Mm. Um, because oh, it's, it's like... It can, it can be a style, though. It can be, but I've met... About to have like one, no, I haven't. I've met nobody who the sketchy style is their style. There's mm. like a stylized sketchiness, but there's a very strong like purpose to the sketchiness, and that's there's still line work done to make it look sketchy. It still has to have like a, a gesture and it yeah. can't just be scribbly just for the sake of being Yeah, like it's messy. like because um, I know someone who's like massively into their thing of like their like pencil drawing of like just like rapidly doing like tiny lines is their style and it's like mm. no, no, no you're just very lazy and a bad artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am willing to call them a bad artist because I don't like them and I think their art is bad and they're <laughs> kind of crap. Um, not crap in the sense Sash. of they, like... Uh, it's a, like they're, they're bad at art for the same reason I am, which is that we're not willing to practice, but they insist they are good at art. Um, oh. So, it's... Yeah. Like, put in the fucking effort and then maybe I'll care about your art. Um, but they don't, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I realised that I needed a peg bar, so, so, so I made one. <laughs> I made one out of... <laughs> your like Edna a... has crapped out, baby. 
Wait, sorry, say that again? I don't know where you got your peg bar from. Oh, I made mine. Oh, oh wait, okay. I, I think I think we just had some technical issues briefly. Yeah, we um to to uh I give you give the audience a peek behind the curtain here. Uh <laughs> we record this podcast via talking on Discord and recording it into Audacity. Uh, it's very professional. Mm. Yeah, so the reason that you heard what Marcus just said, but I didn't, was because Marcus is recording it locally on his PC and will later send it to me on my PC via the power of the internet and some sort of Dropbox scenario that isn't mm. Dropbox. Um, <laughs> so I did not hear anything past Marcus have it the last bit of what I said, because then his internet crapped out on Discord. Back to the show. Um, so yeah, I, I made a little peg bar. Um, I, I took... Because it, it, it has to be kind of like accurate, but I don't have any kind of tools like you would probably have to make something like accurate. Oh yeah, no, I am literally thinking about this now, and I'm like... Right, what tools, how many different ways in this room could I make a peg bar? And the answer is seven? <laughs> it's like, it's, I, I, don't, I don't have any dowel or anything like that. Um, yeah, because I'm like, okay, what? I, I have quite a bit of cardboard, some styrene, a 3D printer, the powers yeah. of God. Mm. <laughs> it's um, like resin, super glue, and uh, baking soda. I don't yeah. know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Um, some like old clips, seven peg bars that I stole at the end of college. Uh, <laughs> many things. Yeah. Uh, essentially, what I did, I, I took some paintbrushes, like some crappy paintbrushes I had. I, I chopped off the ends, or I, I made sure they like fit. Okay. First, I bought a hole punch because I needed to hole punch like the a, these A5 sheets. So that I could like actually like line them up correctly. Okay. And then then I ch- then I tried like fitting through the paintbrushes, like the ends of the paintbrushes, in, to see which like fit nicest. Um, okay, I'm starting to see this. Yeah, because they they have like smooth ends, so they kind they kind of they they kind of nice to like layer sheets on. I don't know. Um. So so I cut off them. Uh. And then I, I like filed them down with my uh, multi tool. <laughs> I think it's my, my Leatherman. <laughs> oh god, I still I like it is where the fuck no. I love my Leatherman, but I need I'm I'm currently doing repairs on it because it's gotten junk in it. But I do um, love the knife. Oh yeah, I I really like my Leatherman. <laughs> I bought it for going out hiking. And I just use it more at home. Yeah, because um, I will say that, sorry, I know this is another tangent, which is that it. the absolute, like, this This is true, like, this is something I learned with cameras when I did my photography AS level, which is that the best camera you have is the one you have with you. The best tool you have is the one you have with you. And the thing is, uh, like, Eleven is always just there. Like, mm. or a multi, because my Eleven my isn't my main multi-tool. I actually have two on hand. I'm now holding a different multi-tool, which is my 
Sog something. Uh, just because it has better pliers and pliers are my most used tool. Yeah. Um, because I need to pull things out of things more often or twist things when I need to cut things. Um, so yeah, it's like a multi-tool is the best tool because it's the one that is just in your pocket. Mm. The next best tool, oddly, is a Dremel. Wait, what's a Dremel again? Uh, it's a multi-speed motor with attachments at the top. Oh, so just like a drill kind of thing? It, it, it's like a drill, but instead of having torque, it has speed. Is the difference between... Oh, okay. okay. Um, and oddly, they're both con- constantly referred to as being multi-tools, which is really annoying when shopping. Um... <laughs> Because it's like you can add little like saw blades to the top or polishing oh. wheels or different kinds of saw blades or drills for small holes. That does sound useful, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, also Dremels are better for plastic than other materials because when drilling plastics you want speed, not torque. Because if you use torque, the plastic sort of tries to wrap up there. But if you use speed, then it goes through and sort of slices pieces off. Ah... See, see, folks, we're getting, we're getting a professional. No, don't um, call me professional. That might make no, people think I know what I'm doing, as opposed to um, anecdotal experience. I'm sure if you go on the internet, some like every post that you like, should I use torque or speed for drilling through plastic? <laughs> and it'll be like, use torque because if you use speed, it'll get clogged and you'll spin the piece and break your own hand off. And also kill your future children and end the world. Everyone on the internet is right. Never, never believe. <coughs> so always believe. Always believe everyone on Reddit. In your soul. Hey! <laughs> I'm going to live forever. I don't know. Um, um, uh, it's a, it's a, paintbrushes, pegboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, paper, uh, I filed them down. I uh, got some super glue. <laughs> Just kind of like lined them up. Kind of right. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck them on this like it, it's a Hulk ruler. I've had it <laughs> since secondary school. It's just a little like fifteen centimeter ruler. Oh, is it is is the ruler actually green, or does it yeah. have just a Hulk stick? Okay, it, it's got like the Hulk in this like sick pose. Um. Uh, so yeah, I, I stuck my paintbrushes on there. Um. I waited. I, I, I spray painted it at the end because I thought that would look cool. Where did you spray paint it? Oh, you have a small garden, don't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I can go outside as well. Uh, I, I have a very strong thing about spray painting stuff on like streets um, because I, I know it's a thing people like say, like, oh no, you're allowed to do it, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you're not. No, like, I, well, I just I, I put it no, on no, a it, piece of cardboard. Just, yeah, this yeah. Um, what color did you spray paint it? Just black, black. or yeah? Okay, fair enough. Black is my heart. Um, uh, and but yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, it, it. I'm actually really proud of it because it works really bloody well. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like I'm like in my head I'm like. Okay, with the resources he had at his disposal, what would have been a better option than paintbrushes and a Hulk ruler and some black spray paint and super glue? And I'm like, okay. I really tried hard. 
he could have done like this, but no, that would have required more filing. Or he could have done this, or he could have done that, but that would have required buying a 3D printer and then <laughs> getting it to work properly. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I, th- I think that you came up with the best option there. I think I did as well, yeah. Yeah, because it's... Because is it wooden or plastic paintbrushes? Uh, oh, they're kind of like... I think they're plastic, yeah. Okay, Mark, so I have to be really well, uh, yeah, sure about this. Can you tell the difference between plastic and wood? Yes, they are, they are there plastic. There are a few instances, Marcus, where <laughs> those two things are slightly difficult to tell, I will admit. But <laughs> paintbrushes what? are not that area. Okay, yes. They are, they are plastic, or at least some form of... Yeah, it's like not wood. Whatever that material. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, because it's like, there's like slightly, it's like hard or sort of gummier plastics or what. Yeah, Don't yeah. ask me to use technical terms, people. I'm mostly self-taught. Um, but yes, uh, I get a peg bar and the, the, the hardest thing about it is doing the timing. Because like, yeah. how do you, I, I just don't know, you, you would have to. Uh, you need a separate sheet of paper that sort of like you work out the timings on. Yeah. Oh, but then how would you just get a feel uh, you've for got that? To get, you've just got to get the feel for it over time. Yeah. Um, or do what some of the people in college did, which was just get someone else to do all of the keyframes and then do the in betweens. And if you get it wrong, that they got the keyframes wrong. Oh god. But yeah, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of exciting because you're like doing it and you're like. What is it actually going to turn out like? Because you flick through and it kind of looks like something, but eventually when you actually get it like scanned and everything, oh my god, the scanning! It, the scanning takes forever. See, here's the thing: when we were in university, and I think it was our third year project where we had—I can't know. I think I know. I've done this a few times. Um, basically, I have a printer with a scanner on top of it. You just put the sheets on top of the thing, and it just scans them all through one after the other. Oh, one of those. And it oh. is the best thing if you're animating on A4 sheets of paper. Um, now yeah, the I thing was... is, it oh, doesn't yeah, work anymore because it's a printer. Uh, <laughs> and but... we've established that printers are the devil's work. Oh, so I just got something really interesting recently, which is why ink cartridges are so fucking expensive. Yeah. And it's because they're poorly designed, but they have to be poorly designed. Because the ink isn't actually what's so expensive. It's the cartridge itself. It's the mechanism. Mm. Yeah, because they've got to have this really delicate, finely made print head on the stupid thing, it has to be real, like, that has to be where it is. So the reason printers that have like ta- ink tanks that then feed onto a printer head that you refill the tanks not the change out the print head are so much cheaper is because it just needs that one thing it's why they have such strong recycling programs it's because it's so much cheaper for them to yeah. produce these things it's why they push so hard for it and going so far as to say um h um hp their printers they currently have a. I could. I was. So the reason I learned this was because I uh, HP do this thing where 
you can subscribe to a thing and every month you get a certain number of sheets you can print. Um, and then once those sheets are done, like they keep track of the ink cartridge's fullness on the internet. Oh. And once it's done, they send you a new ink cartridge. And so it's all like a really cheap way of printing things. That's neat, yeah. And so the thing is, this, like, I think, but they do about, like, you can get about 10 prints a month for for free with certain printers. And I was like, that's insane. How can they do that? And it's because it forces you to recycle the cartridges, which mm. means that they're paying pennies for ink. <laughs> so ah. it's... It's really horrifically cheap for like the um because I've been That's refilling sneaky. ink cartridges in my print. No, not sneaky. That's it's smart. just yeah, it's not. It's a really clever because it's like yeah, they don't have another option because actually build like if you want a small sleek form factor printer, you know, like most printers we have in our home which are quite small. Mm. You need to have that print head on the ink cartridge because otherwise the machine needs to be like twice the size um so it's all so it turns out printer companies aren't being shit it's just printers are really hard things to design yeah and i <laughs> i only learned this while looking up <laughs> just like how how they were essentially cheating the system where they were like a nickel and diming you on this like subscription mm. service turns out they're not it's just if they, if printer companies could point a gun at your head when you had to change the ink cartridge and tell you to recycle that ink cartridge to them, it would bring ink cartridge prices down to like a quarter of what they are. And it's just like really funny. Oh. And if, if, I, if there are any printer engineers listening to last week's podcast, we, we, we apologize. We apologize. Um, so yeah, it's like I am like printers still suck. Don't get me wrong; like they still break down. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and weirdly, the eco tanks that some companies do that are the things that have like the permanent ink head and then the tanks, they have features in them that means the printer can't really last beyond three or four years. Although it's very clear that you should be able to upgrade and replace the piece that breaks but they mm. don't let you do that so you have to return the printer um to get it replaced but it's cheaper to just buy a new one than it is to send off and get the piece replaced but because it's literally the blotting pad inside the printer that needs to be replaced which you can remove with one screw but they make you return it, which is going to cost you more than like the two hundred pounds it would cost to buy a new one. Yeah. So anyway, some printer manufacturers, shitty, shitty people, but also the fact that yeah, printers are just complicated things, as it turns out. Well, um, so so yeah, uh, animation, animation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I I wanted to leave it sketchy as well. Um, but I did the inking because I wanted to. Uh, I, I've been experimenting as well with uh, do, doing stuff like, like uh, you know, I do the procedural like textured stuff. Yeah. So I, I'm doing I'm doing some Scum. computer wizardry. Yeah. That's uh, 
It's 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 coming out pretty cool. I've been doing some cool stuff. It is. Um, but I, I don't think I've. Have I shown you anything? No, I haven't. You've shown me like the uh, rave bird. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And I and I follow I follow your Instagram. So. But yeah, I don't that, know if you post things on Facebook, but I don't look at no, Facebook. I don't, I don't Facebook is just for Messenger, and I really wish we could go somewhere that wasn't Messenger. Um, yeah, oh, Messenger is it's so convenient, though. Yeah. It's convenient because we're all there. Yeah. A concerted effort to move somewhere else would be just as easy. Yeah, like, there's WhatsApp, but I'm not. I'm not that big a fan of WhatsApp. I can't get WhatsApp to work consistently. Because WhatsApp decides to update itself once a day and then crashes for an hour. Joyful. What? Joyful. Yeah. Trifle? Jo- jo- joyful. <laughs> joyful. Oh. I... <laughs> but yeah, um... No, that's, uh, that's Monopoly for you, I guess. Uh, I don't know if Facebook will ever die. If just uh, oh, no, Facebook will die. It's like... It's... Um, it's one of those things. It's... I mean, Facebook is already dying. It's a question of, will the companies behind Facebook die? Because Facebook owns Instagram, mm. things like Oculus. Oh, um, yeah. It's diversifying. So Facebook itself will die, but the company will live on um which is i mean i guess no it's not because it's massive like the unethical things isn't the facebook itself but it's what's been going on behind the scenes those things are still going on um but also it's a thing of it needs to be that unethical because it's like making money off of these things you need to make a huge amount to get it to work properly blah 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 blah. um business yeah business Er. Capitalism, the real evil of the world. Um, uh, um, oh, did you have anything else to talk about? Oh, we uh, spent like half an hour trying to talk about animation. <laughs> I mean, did we get stuff. to the end of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. Um, okay, I'm going to cut that one out because it's not that interesting. Um... A oh, man, there's a child at the end of my. Sh- Sorry, this is going to get into the weird section of this um, <laughs> podcast, yeah, which is there's a child at the end of my street that um, is drawing runes. <laughs> like I think she's trying to summon something. Um, drawing them just on the street in chalk, just different coloured chalk. But the thing is, it's like. There are these circles with like pentagrams inside them and symbols, and I'm like, <laughs> where are you getting these from? What's going on? Except, here's the thing. I think it's working. What? Like, what is she showing? So far, wind. Like, I was walking home, and it's like I was walking home from this. I was like, I walked out, and I was like, I walked out of my house, walked past her. And it was like, bright, sunny, beautiful day, blah, 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 blah. And I got to the shops. So I started walking back. Bright, beautiful, sunny day. Get to this street. Suddenly, like, overcast, shadowy winds blowing, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> got to my door. And, like, five feet to the left of the... Like, no, to, like, to the... 
five foot away from my door in the direction of this girl, it stopped being overcast and rainy and windy. And I'm like... Now, I know this is just coincidence. But she is drawing chalk out... She is drawing things in chalk in the middle of wind and rain that is mysteriously just around her. Um, How old is she? I don't know, like eight or nine? Oh yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a demonic age. Like, is, is she summoning things? Am I drawing conclusions? If it were just like normal things for her to draw, I'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird. But it's like... Looks like she's trying to summon something. That's a star inside of a circle. <laughs> it's uh, with symbols in the corners. But also, she's written, I love the NHS. So... Oh, that's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like... I can't imagine you're doing anything evil. I'm going to let you be. Um, Something... I don't know. There's, there's probably been some good people that have gone to hell. What does that mean? Oh, like, right. She's, she's trying to someone, summon yeah. someone who isn't right. I mean, I don't know where she's trying to summon things from. I don't subscribe to the Christian mythology. Um, <laughs> I've, like, to be clear, I've also been watching a lot of Buffy recently. So I'm just sort of like, <sighs> man, I'm probably being like, sw- like, to be clear, when I when I say it's like weird things happening, it's like, I'm very aware that it's like, I'm just going mad. It's I do critical <laughs> thinking quite well. So it's like, okay, no, no, I've been like watching a lot of Buffy. Obviously, I think that this tiny blonde girl summoning t- things. It's like, but it's like, no, no, I've, I've also like, I'm, I'm more, I'm like watching a season of Buffy a day at the moment. It's like that's probably <laughs> swaying my thought patterns here. Um, how many seasons are there? Uh, seven. Oh right, seven or eight? Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, so, about a yeah. week and a bit to watch all, I don't know. No, I was still watching it when we did our last episode of this podcast, and that was more than a week ago, so. Yeah, I've, I've, well, I've been watching Stranger Things. <gasps> what episode you on? Season uh, two. Uh, season two, now. You've cut out again, third, my dude. Fourth, fourth episode. I've heard I... third, and that's it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I want the second season, uh, episode four, I think. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know, how many seasons are there? Is it is it just three? Three, yeah. I'm trying. So to... the... What happens oh, in season two? Is that the rebellious one? I, uh, possibly. Does. Uh... I'm about to give some spoilers for Stranger Things. Oh. Um, I'm going to try and avoid them for Marcus because season one is big old lab, young baby brother appears to be dead, isn't actually dead, is in lab yeah. or in upside down. Uh, season two is. I they, they, think they find another person with Eleven's powers. Oh, no. no, what the? <sighs> what? Wait, what's happened in episode one and two? And three. Um, 
they, they they find like a little like tadpole thing in the garbage, or Dustin does, like the alien a- alien other thing. And obviously, there's this uh, there's this girl, the ginger skateboarder. And yeah, um, wait, what? This this girl, the, the magic girl, is a uh, is is yeah, rebelling a bit now. Okay, because is Eleven living in the woods? Yes. Yeah. Is, is Dustin keeping the weird tadpole in his basement and pretending it's a cat? Well, I haven't quite got that far yet, so no spoilerinos. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you here. I do not remember any... Because (sighs) I could have sworn the uh, Ginger Girl's appearance wasn't until season three. So... Oh, well, there we go. I'm lost. Well, to to be fair, it's... um... Yeah, I'm just gonna stop. Um, but yeah, I thought I, I. I'm not sure. Like, first season was good, enjoyable. First season was good. Second season is apparently forgettable. Third season was quite good again. Oh, okay. Um, and I I only say that now because I remember enjoying season three, and I can probably tell you most of the plot of season three. Mm. I can't tell you a lot of the plot of I can't tell you any of the plot of season 2 other than the fact that I think the Demogorgon has siblings that's I that's not a spoiler by the way that's just you know ramping up of danger Rap. logic yeah. um and then season 1 was you know actually quite good and fun and made some semblance of sense even if some things mm. are near impossible uh in the sense of literally I can accept monsters I can't accept you making a lifelike recreation of a child that the mother would fall for oh God, in yeah. under like 2 days yeah, I th- that was... think is the amount of time they have to make that facsimile of the child that is abducted. Mm. Um, or will, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, like, I can't accept that as a thing. That's, that's, what, that's where my suspension of disbelief ends. And I am aware that it's because of, like, what I do. But still... Yeah, yeah. Um, other than Stranger Things, I watched a bit more of the Midnight Gospel, as I said, and I think, I think it is actually possibly now one of my favorite animated TV shows. I might give it a try again once I've finished watching Buffy. Cause I, I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's I yeah because it's like I remember really enjoying it, but it's. It was the um, the Netflix thing <laughs> that you hated. I forgot what it was. Oh, oh the, the island. island. Yeah. Okay, look, folks, I really want to mess with Netflix here. If for some reason this episode of the podcast becomes inexplicably, incredibly popular, please go watch The Island and then <laughs> complain at Netflix on Twitter. And by email and by a what like send carrier pigeons. I don't care. Mm. Um, complain to Netflix about this show's existence. I hate it. I I have a general like I have a thing. I 
Okay, so several of our friends are generally against complaining at shows because we work in like the media industry, blah, 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 and animation. It's like people did work hard on these shows. Um, to be clear, so I don't like complaining about shows in a strong way. I'm like, I like critiquing shows, but calling a show directly shit isn't a thing I necessarily want to do a lot of the time. Mm. The island I want to call shit. Like, the island, I want you to tell Netflix to not do it again, and they've been a very bad corporation, because holy hell is Netflix, like, this is the worst thing. There is bad, and then there is this. The island is inexplicably terrible. Like... There are deep, like there are several deep dives you could do into why this show is so terrible, and you would not reach the bottom of it. You would die before you worked out how this show is so incredibly bad. It's like yeah, a show made by a robot. Isn't it? Yeah, except like by an idiot corporation of robots. Like mm. they got several different robots sitting around the boardroom table being like what if this will sell better what if we put this in the advertising but then it has to go in the show beep boop robot feed me human baby blood the true horror of statistics that's uh, that's a worse evil than actual evil the grey evil I would say um disclaimer that's not the stance that this podcast takes, but fair enough. That's uh, what I take. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not we're not a single entity here. We're um two. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What? All oh, right. Yeah. Midnight Gospel is what we were. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah. I think it's. I. I, I just think it's brilliant. Um. Uh. What else? What else have I got? Oh yeah. My 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 wax seal finally came. <laughs> I thought that way. What? I thought you already had a wax seal. No. Uh, well. Well, yeah. Oh, you it have came a custom a one. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What well, does this one that... look like? Well, no, I sent you that. Um, that oh, image. sorry. I assume this was like recent. Yeah, this was like a week ago. Um, what's the date on this? Oh, it might have been a bit more than a week ago. Time has stopped making sense. Oh, You're no. not wrong. This was the 9th of June. This is being recorded on the 20th of June. I thought this was over a month ago. Whoa. I th- thought you sent me this. No, we've recorded a podcast since then. Haven't we? No, we haven't. We haven't. But yes, so I. It's... What the hell is going on, gentlemen or ladies at home? If if you do, if you send any kind of letter, get a wax stamp, and and just just do it, just do it. Treat yourself. It's it's more satisfying than you think it is. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm gonna buy a bunch of baby bells. Eat all the cheese, melt down the wax, <laughs> 3D print a <laughs> stamp. Oh, I thought you would actually melt the baby, like the baby bell cheese and do like a cheese stamp. I don't think baby bell cheese melts very well. 
as far yeah, as I'm aware, like, it sort of like it retains its shape fairly well. Yeah. So it's I should carve a baby bell and use that to make wax stamps. Uh, oh my god. Oh my goodness. It's just all like, mm, why does this wax smell like baby bell cheese? It's like, <laughs> what? It's, it's it's the wax from a baby bell stamped with a baby bell. Enjoy. Use a baby bell for like mold casting. <laughs> um, I, I have been like looking around, I've been like looking for cheap casting materials. And I'm like, because, because um, silicon rubber is quite expensive. Uh, it needs like a reinforcing agent, like to so it's like you do like a um sort of a very thin coat around the thing you want to cast. So normally this is used to like make sure there's no air bubbles and you get all the details, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But what I was like, is could I do that? Build a styrofoam box around it and then pour chocolate on top of that. Take out the like cut the chocolate in half. Take out the original thing. Put the two blocks of chocolate back together with a silicone mold in there. Pour resin into that, so the chocolate will main, help it maintain the shape. <laughs> and if I cook the chocolate just the right way, it shouldn't melt too much by the exothermic reaction of the silic of the uh, resin. Anyway, wow. long story short, no. Oh. Uh, chocolate is reusable and fairly cheap, but uh, also. Uh, yeah, waste of chocolate. I could still eat the chocolate as long as I use oh, like yeah. food-safe silicon, which is about twice as expensive as regular silicon. Um, Just don't eat the chocolate because I think mm. tin cure silicon isn't food-safe, but I think platinum cure silicon is. Don't. Do not. Nobody out there trust the Pro- things I say in this regard when it comes to your safety. I am an idiot. Um, professional. I have been paid for exactly three creative things. Um, <laughs> I am it's, not very professional. It's like, I, it's like I got reminded recently that well, someone said like, "Oh yeah, because you are a you are a professional, <laughs> you're like a professional artist." And I was like, "Don't don't copy that, <laughs> don't call me that." <laughs> Even though it's technically true, and it feels not no no Marcus, weird. not technically true, regular true. What what the yeah true? I you mean, are you are living off the money you make from art. You are a professional artist. I, yeah, but it just feels it just feels weird. Yeah. I I would love for someone to be like, "Hey, you're a professional artist now," and I'd be like, "Yeah, sweet," because I'd have money. Uh, professional human being. It's oh, I don't. I really need to get a job. I don't want to get a job. Um, get get what would be your dream job? Undertaker. Interesting. I wouldn't. It's like. I, I've uh, I, I've come to the incredibly depressing realization that recently that there's nothing that isn't a need that I want long term. Yeah, yeah. Like 
There is no, like, I don't want to be an animator. I don't want to, like, have money. I just sort of, like, the most I can say is I just want to sort of chill. And that's Mm. it. And that's not a good position to be in. It's like... Well, I don't know. It's a no, no, it's not because I have no aspirations. I have like things I'm trying to avoid still, but like I'm not heading towards anything. I'm just outrunning bad things, and it's like that's not a great way to live. Um, no. So be like, because yeah, you still, you still, you still need like things to aspire to, I guess. Things that you because want it's to like do. yeah, what like I I cause I can't do like. It's like, there are things I know I can't do, like job work, which is like, I can't do warehouse work, because that nearly killed me. Um, but it's like, I don't want to do, like, an office job. I don't want to, like, work somewhere specific. Like, I don't want to... I really... Because um, I am going to try and, like, do more... What I'm hoping is... That theatres are fucked up enough at the end of Corona, but have survived. <laughs> that they just need someone to work there. And you know what? I am someone. Someone. I am Feels someone like with a small background in stuff. Um, I've got Cut a CV. Degree, baby. My my CVs. I have six CVs. Eight some number of them um and they're all terrible um they're all terrible and full of lies uh one of them says i got a good university degree um <laughs> yeah I, i'm not sure if i i think saying that i graduated from animation it just says it's just like half a sentence and <laughs> no, i just don't mention it yeah it's like I have degree. Now, here's some other things about me that are way more important. Please don't pay yeah. attention to the degree. Um, it's like, I, I I think, like, occasionally I've been asked for references, and I've been like, okay, let's... And it's like, oh, I've got Sultan. I could use him as a reference. No. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, I've used Jane and I think Paul as references in the past. I will not use Sultan because oh, yeah. I do not believe that will go well. Um, <laughs> love you, Sultan, but oh, yeah. um, but yeah, it's like um, yeah. What, what else have I done? If I made, uh, I made pickle. Okay, now is this a euphemism? No, I, I just made homemade pickles. <laughs> Got some in... empty jars. Yeah, like aubergine pickle, uh, squash pickle, chutney, essentially. Why did you do that? I just wanted to try it. it oh, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, you're wrong. Um, uh, oh. Pickled food. We've got to move on good. before we argue. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but there's like... I have um, four jars of pickled onions somewhere in my room. Oh, I God, sorry. Onion. I hadn't said that aloud and realized how bad that was. Sorry, you don't know the context. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, they just, you just can't find them? Or... <laughs> oh, how long, do, how long do pickled foods last? 
Forever. Forever. Is it? Pretty much. Okay, so in the third year of university, at the start of the... So every year we moved into university, we got... There were, like, these cardboard boxes on the desk that were, like, full of, like, basic things for starting university. So there was, like, a gift gaff card with, like, £5 credit sim in it. Um, Like, a meat stick. Um... A pack of playing cards. Some, like, here's the parties happening run by the university at the start of the year. And then in the start of... No, was it second year or third? No, it must have been second year. God, these are old. Um, There was a glass jar of pickled onions. You got pickled onions? What? Like, little pickled onions. Glass jar. Like, you know... Um, like not not a big jar, just sort of like you know, Dorito yeah. dip jars, that size yeah, yeah. of jar. And wait, this is your accommodation. This was my accommodation that oh, provided okay. these to us. So the thing is, no one likes pickled onions. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing to give them. Um. So the thing is. I collected these jars of pickled onions off of people. So I have four of these jars. And they are somewhere in this room. Yeah, now I say that pickled stuff lasts forever. I'm not certain of that. (laughs) Once again, safety disclaimer on all of our videos. We're idiots. We don't live in the same dimensions you do. Things and rules change. I am Uh, a professional pickler. I something something joke. Um <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, uh, that's, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, uh, more? I aren't looking at my notes. Bah, 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 bah. Uh I've got a weird story about university. Uh is bread poison and a podcast I've been um listening to. Which one of those do you think is the most interesting? Is bread poison? You can't. You can't say that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. To, um, yeah. Basically, a few days ago, I woke up and didn't move for two hours. I stared at the ceiling. Poison bread. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, since then, I've stopped eating bread, and I feel a ton better. <laughs> like genuinely, I I got out of bed and my brain just went right. What's gone wrong here after two hours? And I was like, I'm going to stumble my way to Lidl. I'm going to buy a bunch of caffeine so I have any energy to do things. I bought like three, three or four, no, three, because I didn't want to spend more than like two pounds on energy drinks. I bought um, like bottles of sugar-free energy drink from Lidl. Drunk one of them on the way home. Drunk the other two. Specifically, didn't buy any bread at Lidl. Didn't eat any bread that day. Started feeling better. My brain went, huh, maybe the not eating bread is making me feel great. Um, And when I didn't crash from caffeine withdrawal, I was like, maybe bread is the problem? And over the last few days, I haven't eaten any bread. And I've been feeling quite a bit better okay. and it's like can my body just not handle bread are you like gluten intolerant or something 
Like, no, no, because, like, that does, like, some specific things. I just get, yeah. like, sluggish and lazy when I eat bread. Like, that, that I, c- I can it's... eat. No, because gluten intolerance fucking kills you. Um, no, that's it, celiac. Really? Oh. Hang on. Okay, let's look up what gluten, gluten intolerance does, because let's I... Do if I'm gluten intolerant, I'm going to be really annoyed, because that really sort of works out why I've been kind of shit at things over my life. Uh, okay. What other... What's it do? Headaches, feeling tired, uh, skin problems, depression, unexplained weight loss, uh, anemia, anxiety, autoimmune disorders, joint and muscle pain, leg or arm numbness, brain fog. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on, sorry, okay, so, go, okay, based on Healthline, um, yeah, let's not do that one, that one's dumb. Um, okay, okay, there we go. Uh, no, this is celiac disease. That is the most severe form of gluten intolerance. Oh. So it's just a more severe form. Wait, is celiac actually the same thing, just more? Apparently so, yeah. I don't know what celiac is. Because as far as I'm aware, celiac is... um... What website are you checking? Well, that was Healthline. Yeah, okay. Because Healthline is mostly just... Is your poop runny? Uh... (laughs) Wait, why do they say that and not just, do you have diarrhea? Um, that's a lot. Um. Oh, maybe it's the same as gluten intolerance, yeah. Huh, I thought they were actually like different things. I thought gluten intolerance was just your body's inability to process it, whereas, um, celiac was it all blocks up your stomach and kills you. I have no idea. Um. Okay. Bloating. No, I'm just fat. Uh, diarrhea, constipation, and smelly feces. All feces is smelly. Um, <laughs> uh, the other two don't account here. Abdominal pain. I'm very fat. That's just abdominal pain again. That's just fat again. Headaches. I don't know, man. My brain's too big. Um... I mean, I don't know. It's sunny outside, so migraines are caused by the sun for me, so I don't know. Um, feeling tired? I'm fat. I'm always going to feel tired. Skin problems? I'm fat. I'm always going to feel tired. Uh, all very broad. Depression? Yeah. I'm fat. Symptoms. I'm always going to feel depressed. <laughs> uh, this, this is actually a really weird thing, which is that I'm like, I, I always get really weird because I'm like, man, I should be depressed. And then I'm just all like, but I'm not. I'm like <laughs> shockingly chill with myself, and it's like God. It's like it's this weird thing of like I really should be depressed, but I'm not, and that makes me a bit uncomfortable because it's like logically I should be, but I'm pretty fucking great, so I'm not. Um, unexplained weight loss, no, because I'm fat. Uh, iron deficiency anemia. Where's my magnets? <laughs> Hang on. 
Uh, I'm iron deficient. That didn't stick to me. Um, uh, anxiety. I'm fat. I'm always anxious. I'm worried tigers will bite me. Autoimmune disorders. Uh, no, Corona didn't kill me. Joints and muscle pain. Um, now that one's tricky because my like arms don't hurt. But, like, my knees do, but that's because they're fucked up. Leg or arm numbness? Uh, no, but that's because I've been injecting cocaine for a while. Brain fog. Autism. Take-home message. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, I think I got celiac. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit all but two of the symptoms. Ah! God, I hate looking at symptoms online because it's always just sort of yeah, like. Because as a fat man, it's just sort of like, what of my symptoms can't I attribute to being fat? And it's like, I can attribute all the symptoms to being fat. It's like, um, yeah, I get like that when looking at symptoms as well and stuff. It's like, oh well, I guess I have. Oh, I guess I'm tired. Oh, I didn't sleep well last night. Oh. Cancer. <laughs> Cancer, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want an ice cream. That's also because I'm fat, but also because ice cream is good. I also um, want an ice cream. Um, but yeah, it's um, I've stopped eating bread and I suddenly have a lot more energy. But it could also be the fact that I'm now drinking a lot more caffeine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I didn't have too much ca- i had less caffeine than usual yesterday um and so i know caffeine takes a few days to fully exit from the body but the, because the crash happens after an hour or so like or not an hour but you know it's not a long time um yeah. i think genuinely it might be like bread that's causing the issue and it's like i've really liked bread <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do it's gluten free bread Marcus I'd fucking kill myself first (laughs) I've had gluten free bread it's not good Uh, yeah yeah. ah you know what I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna eat ham and cheese by itself Um, let's do it in fact no I'm just gonna like get like some decent lettuce and then like use it as like a wrap Um, there we go that's the thing is, lettuce doesn't like isn't quite as stable as bread. Um, but yeah, anyway, is bread poison? The answer, maybe. Yes. Um, we'll find out. Because the thing is, I am still like eating wheat-based products. Like I'm eating onion rings at the moment. Those are all right. Oh, wait, those corn are wheat-based. Uh, okay, let's read the ingredients. Maize, hyaluronic sunflower oil, fried onion flavouring, wheat. Oh, wheat as well. I don't know how to know if a thing has gluten in it. Does it have wheat? Uh, yeah, so it has gluten in it. Um, I don't know how high the gluten color... Um... Because I know different things have, like, different amounts of gluten in them because yeah. the cooking process of them like breaks down the gluten making it slightly more blah 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 blah. Uh once again, we're idiots, don't trust what we say. Um But yeah, it's um that's a thing. Do you have anything else to talk about? Because I've got two more points. Well I've got three. But 
now. I mean, probably start to wind down soon. So okay. Getting... So I want to. Two hours. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. So I want to talk about two things real quick then. Um, by two <laughs> things, I mean, one is a thing I've been listening to a new podcast, and the other is a quiz that is based entirely on looking up a thing from about two hours ago. Um, podcast first. I've started listening to a new podcast. It's called Archive 81 because apparently. Uh, there's a bunch of podcasts about spooky archives. Um, that now means the number of uh, podcasts I listen to about spooky archives is two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was like, is it two or is it three? I could have sworn there was like a third. Um, but uh, I I think it, it's quite good. It's... Um, it's actually more the fact that it's another podcast about a spooky archive that interests me because I've now found four different examples of podcasts about spooky archives. Um, and I don't know why so many podcasts are about spooky archives. Uh, I've never been in an archive before, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I have... Um, I, I was briefly an archivist. Uh, and by briefly, mm. I mean for one day um, before the project got cancelled. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot. I'm enjoying it. So my, my favourite podcasts at the moment are about archives. Uh, so read into that it- what you will. Is it just um, like s- stories, or like what is actually um, in the archives? It's this current one. It's about a guy doing an archiving job. He's listening through to the New York Housing Association Remembrance something, uh, and basically it's him listening to, and he's copying down old things from. An art like of a reporter who was doing a research on this one building and the people who live there, um, and then the thing devolves from there fairly rapidly in season one. Um, the podcast isn't updating anymore; like the story of it is now finished because um, mm. these are all narrative podcasts; they're not like ongoing, like Monster of the Week style things. I I were originally, I think. Because Magnus Archives was, but now it's like an ongoing, like, not Monster of the Week at all style of yeah. thing. Um, and then this one is very rapidly just sort of like, nah. I'm on season, I'm on like the first episode of season two. Um, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I consume a lot of fucking media. Um, but yeah, so it's... It's interesting. I don't know how to talk about things without spoiling them, or how to call a thing good. So, oh, yeah. my <laughs> podcast recommendation for this week is the is Archive 81. I nearly said the Magnus Archives, because both of those. Listen to both of them. They're both great. Check them out. Yeah. Um, it's, but yeah. Um, anyway, last segment to... Oh, do you have an Artist of the Week segment? I do, yeah. Okay, I'll do that at the end because I want to do the stupid uh, Werner Herzog give quiz right now. Give me, give me, um, give me this quiz. Okay, so this is literally looking at the um, like brief thing that you get on the side of the web browser. <laughs> I'm not clicking <laughs> Um 
In what year was Werner Herzog born? 1929. Ooh, wrong. 1942. What <sighs> country was he born in? This is Germany. Yes. Um, yes. Can you name any of his spouses? Maria. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to... Wait, sorry, what was that first one? Maria? Uh, Christine Maria Ebenberger. <gasps> Uh, 1987 through 1997. You get a point. It's not fully correct, but it's sufficiently close based on a blind guess. Uh, (laughs) Would you like to try and guess another name? Gertrude. Uh, No, but she is my favourite character from the Magnus Archives. Uh, That's (laughs) not true. She's like my third favourite. How many spouses has he had? I'm going to guess three. You are correct. Are any of them still alive? Probably. I need a yes or no answer, dickhead. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all dead. He killed them. Uh, no, according to this, Lena Herzog is still alive. Ah, bugs. Uh, they got married in 1999. Um, oh, name a... any of his books. Or books on him. I don't know what this means. Uh, Werner Herzog, the biography. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll accept that. Herzog on Herzog. I assume that's a thing. Um, oh, that's that's a raunchy film. <laughs> uh, how many children does he have? Four. You are wrong. But name all None. four of them anyway. Uh, Dwight. Okay, one. Uh, Destiny. Two. Uh, Constance. Three. And uh, Mugabe. <laughs> four. Well done. You've named four of his children. Thank you. <laughs> um, I will inform the three children that he actually has their names are being changed, um, which is going to be really unfortunate because I'm assuming that they are they're in their fifties. I'm guessing. Um, Now guess some people that Google says people also search for. Uh, Wes Anderson. Uh, that's not uh, one of the fight I on. It says few fifteen more. Um, uh, yeah, I'll accept uh, that. Wim Wenders. That's a bit like Wes Anderson. Yeah. Uh, um, name another. Famous director James Cameron. Uh, is he on this list? Jai Courtney. That's a bit like James Cameron in yeah, name structure. Um, and one more. Oh, it's it's it's, it's got to be um, Robin Williams. Well, um, is anyone even close to that name? Um, Guess Rudolf Herzog. Yeah, starts with an R. Yay, you win! Enjoy, enjoy your points based on this game that was not very good. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good game. I've got points now. Yeah, it's because uh, the original I'm plan winning. for the game for this one was gonna just be called "The Cost Is Correct," in which I go through my recent Amazon searches and try and get you to guess <laughs> the price of things. Like uh, uh, how much 
uh, a 15 pack of syringes with blunt tip needles and storage caps costs far too much for today's economy uh, guess guess the number Marcus £12 it's thirteen ninety nine, but no one else guessed them and using the price is right rules so you win yeah. baby yes. more points more points, points you have four points alright uh, artist segment then yay Yay! A uh, segment that actually matters. I don't know about that. Uh, the one Gabriel, that interests me. Gabriel Romero. Um, or Gab- Gabalips. I think is his nickname. He is... Uh, is it illustrator? What's his surname? With Romero. I feel like his illustrations kind of like harken back to... Uh, Kind of like the 60s or the 50s. Uh, I can't really explain it. It has this... I don't know what the style would be called. That 50s, 60s kind of advertisement. Oh! Yeah, I see that. It's kind of like this... Yeah. I don't know how you'd explain it. I think it's the colours he uses. They're very... They're like washed out pastely, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And they're kind of they're, they're exaggerated. They're very surreal and colourful, and I, I like I like them. They look good when I look at them with my eyes. <laughs> with and my that, human eyes. With my special eyes. Um, for the the special boy has the special eyes. I do. Because um, it's... I re- like. I really like the Butch Fairy Butcher. I don't know if that's... like. I might be looking at the completely wrong guy, but... Oh, it is, it is a butcher, but it's just a woman. The slight purplish tint of the hair makes me think fairy. Could be. She's, she's thick. She got some forearms to her. That is not a woman I'd want to run into in a dark alleyway if they had a knife and intents to kill me. I would get punched by her. Yeah. You do, you, Marcus. Um, uh, I wish I could. Uh, yeah. God, this is really weird. Space rats. Oh yeah, I, I I like the space rats. Space rats. Oh god, I know what my next Starfinder game's gonna be. Space rats. <laughs> we have uh, a thing with rats in our D and D. No, 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 Marcus, you have a thing with rats. I Don't push this on us, Mister <laughs> City of Rats, Mad Max Rat, Rat Pope, Rat yeah. Priest. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. You, you, you have a problem with rats. I don't like, but get a pet rat, Marcus. Just I, I think about it. Yeah, they are really good pets, but you sort of have to be prepared for them to die. Um. Oh yeah, I, I am. Yeah, it's like also the fact they don't tend to die nicely. It's um cancer. Yeah, they get real lumpy. They tend to be like fairly chill with it, 
right up until the end, but I do. We could all learn a thing from from rats. Yeah, just like ah, be chilling and die. Um, Because it's like even the rats I see in the park, I look at them and just go, "Man, I want to pet you." It's like you look fucking adorable. Give hug, rat. Um, But yeah, that's that's how I say it done. Oh my goodness. What the hell is happening in the background? It's supposed to be murdered oh. outside. Um, yeah, it's gruesome. Because I, I, I want to build, like, a big old, like... I want to build, like, a rat wall. Like, <laughs> just like... Uh, oh, how, how, I don't know. What? So I'm trying to look for a ruler that has, like, inch markings on it so I can vaguely work out. Like, I don't know, like, a foot what like... Essentially, I want to replace one of my walls with, like, a foot-deep cabinet, floor-to-ceiling, like, as much of the wall as I can, that is just sort of, like, a um, vertical maze for rats. Oh, that would be cool. And it's just sort of, like, I, I really want, like... Because the thing is, it's like I got asked recently if I like, oh, am I like a cat or a dog person? If I like, if I could get a pet, would I get a cat or a dog? And it's like, yeah. I mean, I'd get a dog because like cats. Um, but realistically, I'd want to get like something smaller and just be like, hey, this is the thing that I don't have to permanently care about, it's but also yeah. I have to care about like five or six times a day for at least like 20 minutes um and it's like i think a rat sort of fits that thing of like it exists um and i can and i can handle them and they can be friendly and they look quite i really want to get a pet rat now i'm wondering how difficult it would be but i know i couldn't keep a rat in this room it would be like it would be unfair um I shouldn't be in this room. I shouldn't put a rat in here as well. Um, ethical problems. It's like, oh, how much do rats cost? Hang on. Let's look at pets at home. Uh, don't buy animals from pets at home. Um, they do not care about them enough. Um, we bought a pregnant guinea pig from pets at home once. Oh. Mm, it's not all. The guinea pig died in childbirth, and I was very sad. And then we had but two was, shithead guinea happened. pigs. Um, oh. Can I... Where do I... Show me. Uh, can I not buy... Hang on, small pets. Can I not buy, like... No, there is a rat. Hey, hello, rat. Um, this is the segment of the podcast where I just start researching a thing I just suddenly decided I want. To be clear, I'm not going to go out and buy a rat. Um, it's like, I'm not that stupid. I'm not like, oh, I suddenly want a rat, I'm going to go out and buy a rat. It's, um, oh, you know what I have been thinking about getting? A jumping spider. Um... Because it's like they're apparently very easy to keep. They're not like difficult to keep. Uh, oh, not very easy to keep. Like they're very easy to kill, but like they're not a huge amount of effort to look after. Um, they're quite a mm. good like starting spider, and like 
they are like not interact like they'll follow you like they'll their eyes will follow you around the room like they they're yeah. they're inquisitive spiders um i i had a little jumping spider pet so just for like a week just hung around my desk it was adorable uh yeah I... yeah that's that's why down anyway. Yeah, anyway, yes, yeah, two hours and three minutes, which means in a second here we won't be able to upload the podcast. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's fine. I'm gonna. I thought I'm gonna edit all this out, and then I remember no, I still haven't edited the last podcast because I'm very lazy. Um, and also, I've been sniffing glue. That's not true, but I mean, I've been you know inhaling it because I've been too close. Anyway, I'm gonna eat a. Uh, I'm gonna end this so I can eat a chocolatey flapjack. Um, I'm gonna make make a curry here. Yeah. Oh, I still have onion rings. Um, oh, boy. and popcorn. Uh, anyway, um, that's the end of the podcast, folks. Um, don't commit genocide. <laughs> Glue. Yeah. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. Err. Hi, little bit of a thing just to go at the end here. Uh, if there's been anything on this podcast said that's offensive, mean, unacceptable, massively incorrect, that we didn't sort of already put a disclaimer on when we said it, uh, please do feel free to get in touch. I think there's an option through the Acast, but we also have a Twitter and some other things. Uh, I would like... I was going to edit it out and chose not to in the end which is there's a bit there's a joke about killing myself if I couldn't have bread again um that one was kind of drawing close to the line slash stepped over it just because it's quite mean to people with celiac and gluten intolerance um so yeah do feel free to get in touch uh I'll do my best to rectify any issues that there are as long as they're not like audio or editing issues because I can't fix those. Those are just bad. Um, I think that's all I have to say here. Uh, bye.